Tonight on Rams Showcase, the Rams' new stadium has a name, but will it last? Plus, we give our starting five for a basketball team using only Rams players. And later, Joe Stradamus makes his return. Next on Rams Showcase. This is Rams Showcase with your host, Sheriff Joe Banks. Welcome back, everybody, to Rams Showcase. I am your host, Joe Branham, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Audible, and with over 480,000 titles to choose from, you can get a free download right now, as well as a free month of Audible. All you need to do is go to www.audibletrial.com slash Rams Showcase. We are back. It has been quite a while i'll be completely honest with you guys i did not intend on taking a break that long it's just kind of how it happened with my new work schedule it's just been it's it's been kind of chaos okay but i appreciate you guys sticking sticking this out with me and uh we're officially back so first of all the apologies that i was gone for so long it's just been a, a crazy time but you know what it's also the off season we're in in june now we've officially hit june and so it's also been kind of light, which is which is fine. This was a good time. At least I didn't do this like the the week leading up to the Super Bowl or something, huh? That would have been pretty bad. So uh, just to give you guys a, a little bit of an update here at Ram Showcase, what we're doing, you guys may have noticed a new intro there. Uh, that is going to be kind of an uh, evolving mechanism that we'll be working with as uh, my band Catharsis puts out new music, and then uh, of course we'll we'll incorporate some of that music into. Uh, into the intro as well as the outro and all that stuff. So uh, basically what's happening here is I've broken up the show a little bit better and uh, hopefully it's a little bit easier to follow, easier to understand. And basically with this new layout, I'm actually looking at much shorter episodes and that's not intended. It's just that I don't want to, but I don't want to just load up my shows with a bunch of filler stuff uh, just to kind of keep talking. I don't want to just talk to hear my own voice i want to actually give you guys legitimate information that uh that i think is is critical to understanding what's going on with the rams and and having a deep understanding of what is going on with this team but without all the excess bogus stuff and we'll also have some other segments that we're that we're adding that you'll notice in this episode that are more geared towards just kind of having a good time and something kind of goofy uh obviously we're going to do a little bit later uh, my starting five for a basketball team using just Rams players. And that's in honor of the NBA finals that are going on right now. Uh, we've got the, the, the Raptors and the Warriors, I believe. I'm not, I'm not too well on basketball, but I do have a favorite basketball team now. Yeah. You're looking at the newest Pelicans fan. Go Zion. Zion Williams, Williamson for president for sure. That's going to be good stuff. So I'm, I'm actually getting into it now. Um, to give you guys the small backstory, cause I obviously this is not about this, but, uh, Zion Williamson is actually the first basketball player that's ever made me want to watch the game. And, uh, that says a lot cause I've watched, uh, I've watched sports for a while and I've just never cared about it. But Zion, man, that guy is exciting. Uh, before we he- head into the news, I just wanted to let you guys know that you guys can follow myself and the show. And that's at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter and then Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase slash Sheriff Joe Bags. You can follow there uh, on the Ram Showcase social media pages, mainly the Twitter and the Facebook. You guys can get all the latest Los Angeles Rams news that is noteworthy. We do not fill up 
those pages with just ridiculous stuff or um, just posts that don't really matter. That's a news place where you can get the latest information. You know, we posted about, you know, uh, different extensions the players are getting, players get, being signed, waived, anything like that. Uh, that's where all that stuff goes. So uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with the Los Angeles Rams, then that's where you do it. And you're not going to get a bunch of the filler stuff. You can kind of just scroll through and find anything you need right there. All the all the big important news. And the second that I know about it, the very first thing I do is I post about it there. I also wanted to give a, a special shout out. This is an unpaid thing. I just want to let that let that be known. Uh, I I love this group, and I think a lot of you guys would too. Nine one five Raz. That's nine one five R A Z Z. It's a group on Facebook, and the reason I'm telling you guys about this is because it's absolutely awesome. I'm in this group. It's so much fun, and basically, you do uh, you can like. You you can get cool RAM stuff for wicked cheap. You can get signed stuff for as little as like six bucks. Uh, it, it basically you buy your slot and then they randomize those numbers and all that, and then you can win, and it's amazing. And some of the people on there, uh, you know, they, they they always post pictures about the stuff that they got, and it's amazing to see like t- like signed helmets and stuff that people are getting for sometimes as low as. Uh, is, is like eight, 10, 15 bucks. And that's absolutely incredible. So that's completely unpaid. And actually, the guys that run this, uh, group have no idea that I'm even talking about it on here with you guys. Um, so go join it. It is a closed group. So you will have to get approved. I believe that they do ask some questions in order to get into that Facebook group. Uh, but it's, it's pretty simple questions. It's not like any, anything hardcore. They just want to try to figure out who's going into this group and what teams these people like so that they know what to get for, uh, for these razes, I guess is what they're called. But that is 915-R-A-Z-Z on Facebook. Make sure you guys join that group. Uh, Zorro, who runs a lot of the stuff, I've had him on the show as a guest, uh, probably a good two years ago, but, uh, he, he's one of the guys that runs the group and, and he's just awesome guy. He's, you know hardcore Rams fan and and uh, who's not at this point you know I think all of us who are, have been Rams fans we're super proud of it right now you know it's not 2009 anymore so we are we can all be like mad proud of our teams I'm always proud of my team but I do know there's some people out there that maybe won't wear a jersey if they're if they're not winning I'm the opposite I actually I rep way harder when the Rams are losing uh, when they're winning I just kind of wear a hat or something you know just let it be known I'm a Rams fan but uh, I'm not too too loud about it uh, let's go ahead and hop into the news. Uh, the Rams have extended cornerback Troy Hill on a two-year deal worth up to $8.25 million. That's if incentives are all reached. A lot of those incentives are playing time. I want to say that it's about 56.5% is uh, is the snaps that he needs to play in order to hit certain incentives. That percentage might be off. I don't have it in front of me, so that's that one's on me. I'll take the heat on that one. Uh, but Troy Hill, this actually was a kind of a surprising move to me, considering the the depth that the Rams have had at corner. Uh, obviously, with a keep to lead Marcus Peters and Nikel Roby Coleman starting, but uh, you know Troy Hill is the depth there, uh, of course, and then you know different guys like Kevin Peterson and such. So uh, Troy Hill being locked in a little bit longer with uh, the Los Angeles Rams, and I don't think anybody's mad about this move, but I, I was a little bit surprised to see it, uh, considering he's not necessarily a super integral part of the defense. But if he is getting a two-year extension, of course, it's not worth that much. But obviously, the team sees something in him that they want to keep him around. And of course, Aqib Tlaib is nearing the end of his deal. So it could be a thing where, you know, maybe in 2020, 
uh, Troy Hill needs to start or something, unless, you know, somebody like David Long or, or one of the other guys on the roster really jumps up, or of course the Rams don't, they're, they're afraid of free agency, so it's a, it's a possibility that that happens there as well. Uh, next news, SoFi, also known as Social Finance. I feel like they're really trying to target millennials with that name, SoFi, trying to shorten it up. Uh, they are in talks with the Rams right now of uh, for stadium naming rights, and the deal is worth $400 million over 20 years. The reason this is weird news and the reason that I, I word it this way, because they are in talks and it, it does look like this is going to happen, that uh, that SoFi will have the naming rights for the new stadium. Uh, the reason this is weird to me is that SoFi is a company that's bleeding. Uh, the company lost $200 million in just one quarter last year and has been making layoffs in different departments. So I feel like this is almost like a Hail Mary get their name out there kind of thing and on the LA stadium. So of course it's going to get plenty of, of publicity and with two teams playing there, it's going to be used 16 of the 17 regular season weeks and likely in the playoffs as well as both LA teams right now are perennial perennial playoff teams and they look really strong. It's not out of the question that we could have an LA versus LA Super Bowl within the next couple of years. That's not out of the question. Both teams are absolutely good enough to do that. Uh, and then, of course, with that stadium hosting the Super Bowl here in a couple of years, uh, that I think that's obviously you know going to get that name out there. But it's just a little bit weird to me. This is definitely a company that's bleeding. And honestly, guys, if I, if I can get personal uh, with my own personal opinion here, uh, I think that Dodge is missing a sweet opportunity to to buy the naming rights of this stadium because we got the Rams, we got the Chargers. How is that not perfect? The, the marketability of the two teams that are playing in the same stadium for Dodge specifically to buy the naming rights, I think it's just a little too sweet to pass up. And I'm bummed that Dodge isn't even trying. But can you imagine, like, there would obviously just be like a Dodge Ram all decked out in Ram stuff out front and then a Dodge Charger all decked out in Charger stuff out front. It's just the marketability is absolutely amazing. But that's just one guy's opinion. I'm just a Rams fan in Colorado who uh, who has this opinion, so... Uh, it, it happens. It happens, you know. I have a lot of these opinions. Usually I don't unleash them all on you guys because, oh, that'd be bad, but but it's all good. Okay, next up, we got the uh, Todd Gurley update. The update is there's really no update. Uh, Les Snead has said it's highly unlikely that we'll see Gurley in the preseason, which made news, but let me remind you that this is not a guy who would be playing in the preseason no matter what. Even if he was absolutely 100% good to go, why would he play in the preseason? And if he's a little bit dinged up, why would he play in the preseason? There's no reason for a guy like Todd Gurley to participate in preseason games at all. And the Rams only played one starter all of last preseason, all last year in the four games. One starter played in those games, and that was Samson Abukam, who is not a starter this year. So I'm sure he'll get plenty of preseason snaps again. Uh, but with Clay Matthews coming over and then Dante Fowler getting extended uh, for a short extension, but he did get his deal, uh, Abukam is probably going to play a lot of preseason. He'll probably be in the rotation, but he's not a starter. So uh, Clay Matthews, though, I don't expect to be a heavy uh, preseason guy, much like last year where the Rams just didn't play any starters. It, we saw a whole bunch of Sean Mannion and, you know, guys like that and Malcolm Brown and uh, some of the lower level wide receivers, Josh Reynolds played a lot in preseason, even though he ended up becoming a starter with the uh, Cooper Cup injury. 
but you know, it's I, I felt like that making news was ridiculous. But the update is that is that there's really no update. We're not going to know anything until really until the season starts, and then we get to see actually on the field how much he's limited or not limited. But basically, from my understanding. You guys can take this for whatever you want to. You guys can blow me off completely on this, or you guys can take it fully to heart. It's up to you guys, because it doesn't matter to me, okay? It, it, it does not matter to me one bit. But if, uh, okay, Todd Gurley, I was going to go off on a tangent. I'm not going to do that. So uh, Todd Gurley, basically what's happening here is this, this is not an injury that needs to be fixed. This is a condition that needs to be managed. There is a massive difference in the two. He's good. He is fine. He can play football, but maybe a little bit more caution. Maybe don't run him like we did last year where he was just touching the ball all the time out of the backfield, you know, on to, on run plays all the time. So, so that's kind of what I'm 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 looking at here is is he needs to, it's a condition that needs to be managed, not an injury that needs to be fixed. And that is basically a direct quote that I stole from Vinny. Uh, Daily News Vinny on Twitter. You guys can follow him. He's an awesome guy, but uh, really knows what he's talking about and also is not afraid to tell people that they're being ridiculous with this Todd Gurley stuff, which I definitely appreciate more than he probably understands that I just really appreciate that he doesn't put up with all the all the comments about Gurley and and all this stuff. So because it's getting a little crazy. All right. I think we can all agree that this Gurley stuff is getting out of hand. I think we can all just agree on that. I hope we can agree on that at least. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, smaller news. Uh, oh, on the Ram Showcase YouTube, as well as the Facebook page, I did officially post a video called They'll Be Back. And uh, it did it did come out a little bit different in my head. I'll be completely honest with you guys, but I still liked it a lot. It was really cool. It's just talking about, uh, it's just a story about how basically the, after the Super Bowl, all of my friends, all my football fan friends, mainly Broncos out here, they all kept saying, "Hey, man, don't worry about it. They'll be back. They're they're a good team. They'll be back." I heard that from a good twenty to thirty people. Hey, they'll be back, man. No, don't worry about it. Don't worry about losing the Super Bowl, man. They'll be back. Yeah, you know who else they said that about? The Seahawks, uh, the Forty ers the Falcons, the Panthers. So basically, we go into that story. Uh, so you guys can check that out. I'm gonna start doing these features, though. I'm going to. Uh, you know, start doing little stories about the Rams and, and maybe specific players. We'll see, we'll see kind of where it branches. Uh, the next one that is scheduled to be released is called The Good Old Days. And if you guys listen to me regularly, I did a podcast, I believe it was the 27th of March, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that was talking about the good old days. And basically that's going to be put into a video form and, uh, it's still going to be a story. I was going to say it's not going to be a story, but it's totally a story. That's exactly what it is. Uh, but uh, that'll be the next one coming out. I don't have a release date for that for you guys just yet, but They'll Be Back has been uh, published, so make sure you guys check that one out. You can uh, subscribe to the Ram Showcase on YouTube. Just search in Ram Showcase. I don't have enough like of a following there yet because it's still pretty new. I don't have enough of a following there to get like a YouTube.com slash Ram Showcase, but we're getting there. I've only got like 50 subscribers. It's not a, It's nothing big, but... Uh, content will be coming back there. Uh, this, this will be, this next segment that I'm going to go into is actually going to be a weekly video segment. 
I'm not doing the video segment for this particular week uh, just because it's been a crazy couple weeks for me. And I really hope you guys understand. I know it's kind of a lame thing to hear, uh, but, you know, I just got a, a new job and a new position at that job. So it's taken a lot of my time. And then, of course, school is uh, beating me up, to be completely honest with you guys. It's it's rough, but uh, but I'm also loving it so much. I can't wait to graduate next year. I'm getting there. Whoo. All right, so this next segment, we don't have a name for this segment yet, and I would appreciate if if, if you guys have suggestions, let them fly. That's totally fine with me. You guys can give me all your, all of your suggestions. I only got one response I uh, for this for an addition. Uh, I asked uh, my squad out here, my Colorado Springs Rams squad, uh, to give me their answers. I only got one response back, so he gets a shameless plug, but. Here is my starting five for a basketball team. I'm not going to go too in-depth in this. You guys can get the idea of why certain people were picked, okay? So, first of all, I'm starting off with tight end Tyler Higby, standing at 6'6", 255. I think Tyler Higby, on a basketball court, he's got the athleticism to be able to handle it. Uh, So Higby is definitely on my starting five. After that, I've got wide receiver Josh Reynolds. Actually, he's the big guy uh, as far as wide receivers go. Uh, He is 6'3 and just under 200 pounds. How can you have any sports team, if you can just pick any Rams players, how can you have any sports team that would not include Aaron Donald? I mean, obviously, six foot tall, standing at about 285. Uh, Aaron Donald, I think he's just an athletic Freak and being only six feet tall. I know it's not short necessarily. I, I know he gets labeled as an undersized defensive tackle, but he's not a small dude. He's just a small defensive tackle, technically. So, uh, Aaron Donald, absolutely, because he would be up there for sure. Uh, after that, I've got Robert Woods, who stands at six foot tall, a little bit under 200 pounds as well, just like Josh Reynolds. They're about a pound apart. And then my last guy, I got to go with the tallest guy on the Rams roster, which is right tackle Rob Havenstein. Stands at six foot eight, three hundred and thirty pounds. I'm pretty sure he would just be my center, maybe my power forward. I don't know. It'd be it would depend on Higby, and and we'd have to get. I'll put it this way: we'd have to get some practices in. We would have to understand, you know, who's good at what, where they're shooting from, all that stuff. So uh, that's my starting five. And the answer that I got from uh, Seth, who is a part of the Colorado Springs Rams squad out here, he has Aaron Donald, Todd Gurley, Johnny Hecker. Uh, Marcus Peters and a keep to lead. He did not elaborate too much. He gave me positions, but I, I didn't add him in here. Uh, but he, Johnny Hecker, man, I love it. I love the nod for the punter. Punters are uh, people too, and punters can be basketball players too. I guess if uh, if if you uh, subscribe to how Seth thinks, which you should. Seth's a great guy. So uh, if you guys want to participate in this, you guys can tweet me. Uh, you can tweet at Ram Showcase. I'll see it there, or you can use the hashtag. Hashtag Ram Showcase. Really simple. All one word. Just Ram Showcase. Real simple. Give me your starting five in honor of the NBA Finals happening right now. And can the Raptors win it? That's that's a whole other topic that's not Rams related, so we're not going to get into it. Uh, but make sure you guys tweet me your starting five. Hashtag Rams Showcase. We're going to go ahead and hop into our break. But on the other side, we've got Joe Stradamus. And the fan quesos. So do not go anywhere. 
For the latest news, player updates, and information, go to Elite NFC West. The team at Elite brings a mixture of personalities to the table. With Smitty's live Q&As, you get the chance to have your football questions personally answered right there on the spot, as well as throw down with some of the most knowledgeable admins of each team in the West. From video blogs to stats, prediction, historical facts, and yes, even trash talk, Elite NFC West has you covered. Like us on Facebook today and represent. Now is the time to get your voice heard. Sports War Radio is now accepting applications for driven and knowledgeable sports fans who want to start their very own podcast about their favorite team. Sports War Radio has an international audience and is growing fast. Don't miss the chance to become the go-to news source for your favorite team. Email sportswarradio at gmail.com and tell us why you would be a great addition to our team. Sports War Radio. Let the battle begin. This program is simulcast on WRPR Rat Pack Radio. Go to ratpacksports.com for more information. Welcome to Sports War Radio, the premier all-encompassing sports radio talk on the web. Sports War Radio has something for every fan of every sport. Get the fan perspective on all the news surrounding your favorite teams. Don't miss any of the action. Follow Sports War Radio on Twitter and Facebook. Catch all of the action at Spreaker.com slash Sports War Radio. Remember, folks, Sports War Radio. Let the battle begin. And now back to the Rams Showcase with your host, Sheriff Joe Baggs. Welcome back to Ram Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. I am your host, Joe Branham. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Sheriff Joe Bags. You can also follow the show at Rams Showcase. And make sure you guys search Sheriff Joe Bags and Ram Showcase on Facebook. And you can search Ram Showcase on YouTube. Make sure you guys subscribe there. There's going to be more video content coming soon. We are into June, which means we don't have a lot of stuff to talk about. June is like the dead month. We're in the black hole of the offseason right now, but on the bright side, training camp is next month. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that, obviously. So, I mean, who's not? Who's not jacked for training camps to begin? That's like the best time. That's like, that's the peak of summer. Absolutely. And my birthday's in July, so double whammy. Usually we start training camp like a couple days after my birthday, which is real nice. I'd have to check the schedule. I actually don't remember the specific dates, but... We'll get into all that stuff later on. It is time, though. We got the return of Joe Stradamus. Putting on my Joe Stradamus hat. And this is basically a quick segment. We don't go too crazy here. I just give you guys an offense and defense. Uh, well, this week I'm doing that. I don't know what it's going to look like uh, for the rest of the June. The rest of the June. Um, so... These are my Joe Stradamus picks, okay? And I've been I'm paying attention to a lot of stuff, like I always do with the Rams. Even though I haven't been doing my podcast, I've been I've been real deep into it. And guys, also, make sure you guys are watching 
All or Nothing, or not All or Nothing. What am I talking about? That was years ago. Uh, Behind the Grind, the Facebook series, is the best thing for the offseason. It's my favorite thing right now. Taylor Rapp is getting a lot of attention. Really cool stuff. Uh, but here's my Jostradamus picks. So, quarterback Jared Goff will throw for over 5,000 yards this season. You guys can think I'm crazy. You guys can think whatever you want about me. But when Jared Goff drops 5K this year, I'm gonna I'm gonna point you guys to this podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna say go back to go back to June 1st. That's where Joe Thomas nailed it. And on the defensive side of the football, this one may not be that bold. I'll let you guys decide if this is very bold or not. Uh, but I have Aaron Donald. So you guys know it's not that bold because he can do anything. And absolutely anything. Aaron Donald will break the single season sack record and will win Defensive Player of the Year for the third season in a row. Mark it down! Joe Stradamus is, is telling, telling you guys the future, alright? So you guys gotta make sure you guys are on that. Future telling over here, Joe Stradamus. Um, we got fan quesos though. We don't have a too many fan quesos, at least from what I remember. I was, um, I had to work for a little bit today, so I didn't get a chance to uh, fully see. Okay, yeah, so this is about, this is what I expected. So, uh, only a couple here for you guys, but we're gonna, we're gonna get you guys in and out. You know what I mean? So we're under, we're under 30 minutes right now. We probably will hit about that. And I want you guys to know that that's gonna be about the expectation for the Ram Showcase episodes throughout the off season is, uh, we're, our target's gonna be uh, anywhere from 30, 30 minutes to one hour. Um, so it could be, you know, a normal show that, that, that you guys are used to that lasts an hour. Uh, but I'm just trying to cut out a lot of the, a lot of the BS, to be completely honest with you guys. A lot of the BS on RS. We don't need, we don't need no BS on RS. That's what I'm talking about. Now, this first fan question, fan queso, uh, comes from Keith. Keith wants to know, can the Rams repeat as NFC champs? So, I mean, short answer, yeah, obviously they can. They're a really good team. Uh, the, the long answer of that would be, you know, there's some really, really good teams in the NFC, and I don't think we should really count out any of these teams. You know, there's there's some of the teams that people may not expect. I think the Packers are going to be better than they were last year. I don't think that they're going to, you know, be a Super Bowl team. I don't think that they could push it that far, especially being in a division with with the Bears. So they would have to sneak in as a wild card in the first place. Uh, the Bears, though, they're a very strong team, very strong defense. And, you know, Trubisky looks like he's getting better every single year. They've got an offense and very, very strong defense, really strong coaching staff out there. Uh, you look at the Philadelphia Eagles. I think the Philadelphia Eagles take a step back. You know, there was a point where they were not playing that well when Carson Wentz was starting. And then when he got hurt, Nick Foles came in and, and did a really good job and, and kind of kickstarted him again. I feel like that offense, that whole team works better with Nick Foles. Uh, but now they're going to extend Carson Wentz. And I don't know. It's maybe I'm just the weird Rams fan that's looking at this from the outside going, what are they really doing? Like, obviously Carson Wentz is, I mean, he's good, but can he stay on the field? I don't know. And if now, if he doesn't, you got Nate Sudfeld coming in instead of Nick Foles. And I think that's a big hit. Uh, Some of the other teams, obviously the New Orleans Saints, and they're going to come in for vengeance on us because, because Nikel Roby Coleman, you know, that's, I mean, it was pass interference, but it wasn't pass interference. Like it should have been called, but it wasn't. So just let it go. It's over now. It's, that was like, you know, now, now that we're past the Super Bowl, that stuff doesn't matter anymore. But I feel like they're going to be, you know, really intense against, 
the Rams specifically. So, uh, you know, we got that. Um, there, there are some really good teams in the NFC. The AFC kind of has some, some good teams too, but obviously we're talking if the Rams can repeat as NFC champs. Um, the, the Rams are going to win the NFC West. I don't think that there's really any question about that. Basically, in the NFC West, uh, some of the other teams, let's put it that way, have gotten better this offseason. Absolutely. I don't think they got good enough, though, to defeat the Rams and to knock them out of, uh, def- you know, beating or winning the NFC West. So uh, I don't think the 49ers are capable of it. Uh, they have some some strong players, but I'm, I'm still not sold on Jimmy. I don't know about you guys. I'm still not sold on Jimmy. Uh, the Seahawks, they have kind of started to get back their depth, but they're but their starting lineup is has, has gotten weaker, but their depth got a little bit stronger. So I, I can see them finishing about the same as they did last year. Maybe not as good. The Arizona Cardinals, who knows? Because Steve Wilkes was just such a bad coach that, you know, he had a lot of trouble. And when Larry Fitzgerald doesn't know where to line up, your coaching staff is trash. So, you know, now with a new coaching staff coming in and, and Cliff Kingsbury, you know, something's going to, something's going to give there, but I personally really don't trust Kyler Murray. His playing weight is at about 190. I think, you know, you, you let Clay Matthews, Dante Fowler, Aaron Donald, or, you know, one of those guys hit Kyler Murray one time and he's just going to get Thanos or whatever, you know, he's just going to disappear. And so, you know, I'm not, I'm not a firm believer in, in, in Kyler Murray. I think he's just, I think he's a really, really, really good player very exciting player. I think he's going to get hurt in the NFL, but I think he's going to have kind of like an RG three kind of career where he comes in year one, probably going to be awesome. And then after that injuries are, I think are going to plague this guy. And then maybe he goes and plays baseball. I have no idea, but none of those teams got good enough to unseat the Rams from NFC West champions. And then you go into the, to the NFC, the Rams can beat the bears. They did not last year. The Rams can beat the Saints. They did last year. The Rams can beat the Eagles. They have not yet under Sean McVay, but they are good enough to do that. You know, so there there are it, the, the Rams are good enough to win the NFC again. Absolutely. But will I be completely stunned if they do not? No. That's probably how I should have answered it in the first place. Thinking back. Whatever. You guys got your answer. Uh, next question here comes from Aaron. Will we have a running back with a thousand yards rushing this year? Aaron, Aaron, buddy. All right. First of all, I, I'm assuming that you're one of these guys that uh, is on the train that that Gurley's career is basically over. And I don't think that's true, man. I don't think it's true. If I had to put a number on on Gurley for rushing yards this year, I'm looking at about twelve hundred. But also, that's before I really even know the truth. None of us know the truth. And that's kind of my point with the whole Todd Gurley thing. None of us know the truth. I don't know the truth. Why would I know the truth? None of you guys know the truth. Because I don't even know if Todd Gurley and the Rams know the truth. I'm not even sold that that Todd Gurley knows how serious or unserious this is. Or non, non-serious? Uns- I don't know. I don't know if Sean McVay knows how serious this is or not serious it is. I don't think, I don't think anybody really truly knows yet, but also we're in June. We have 99 days until kickoff. Exactly. We have Aaron Donald days until kickoff. That's plenty of time for things to happen, for people to heal Cooper Cup and Todd Gurley to, to rest up and not, you know, over exude themselves. Cooper Cup though, doing an amazing job coming back. 
Uh, but you know, if, if Todd Gurley is limited, uh, a guy like John Kelly, I was watching, I was rewatching stuff last night. Um, this is what I do in, when I have free time, I just rewatch Rams games and stuff. And, uh, there's a whole bunch of them on, on, uh, on YouTube and stuff. I recommend rewatching them because they're really cool. But the, I was watching really closely. I was watching John Kelly specifically. Uh, everybody's big knock on John Kelly is his pass protection. And that, that was the assumption that that's why, uh, CJ Anderson was brought in. And yes, he can absolutely work on his pass protection, but I don't think it's as bad as people say it is. Rewatching the games, you know, I was watching the, uh, yesterday I watched the, the Rams and Cardinals game, the, the late one, the week 16. And John Kelly played a decent amount in that game with CJ Anderson. And John Kelly looked fine to me. He looked he looked really agile, and that's something that I think he kind of takes pride in. You know, he's a skateboarder and stuff like that. Uh, he had great vision. He just kind of got swallowed up, and and the reason for that was, I mean, they just the defense was just swarming when when he had the ball. But he did have a couple of really nice runs. Uh, so I'm I'm not completely sold that, that John Kelly is completely out of rotation. Uh, Daryl Henderson, though, I'm getting, you know, I'm hearing all kinds of good things about about Henderson. And then we know what Malcolm Brown brings to the table. The Rams are loaded at running back, which is amazing because that's, I mean, that's a hard position to fill. And it's a it's a good position to have depth at because then you can you can rotate and, you know, not lose out on production just because you're sitting your starter, which is really strong. So, uh, you know, it's. It's one of those positions where we're going to see guys from the running back position that are going to be cut that are good players. You know, Justin Davis, I think, is a is a decent player. I, I, I see no way he makes this roster this season. I don't see it even in the cards unless something catastrophic happens at the in the in the depth of the running back position because you got Todd Gurley, Daryl Henderson, Malcolm Brown, John Kelly. I think I think the Rams can go into the to the to the season with those four, but there's like four more guys that are going to be cut. Justin Davis, I just don't think is good enough uh, to crack the roster. I don't think he's top four of the running backs uh, on the Rams roster. So, you know, uh, will there be a thousand yard rusher? I think there will be. I think it will be Todd Gurley, but if not, I think, you know, he's going to get real close. I think he's, he's at least in the nine hundreds. So there you go. Uh, Let's see here. Just two more. Gary wants to know, how well do you think Greg Gaines is going to fit in the defensive line rotation? This is a solid question. Greg Gaines getting a lot of attention right now from uh, the media as well as fans. Uh, he's being talked about a lot, which is really cool to see. Um, I always will hold my judgment on any rookie, positive or negative, until I watch them on the field. So how do I think he'll go in? Well, technically, I really don't know right now. None of us really do, but... Speaking on what I know about him and what the the coaches are saying about him, his teammates are saying about him, other media members who go to things like OTAs, I cannot because I live in Colorado, uh, people who are there are saying really, really good things about Greg Gaines. I think that Greg Gaines will be, he'll start the season as a rotational player and kind of come in in certain situations, find out what he's good at. If he's good against the run, obviously you just put him in, you know, first, second down. If he's good against the pass, he's more of a third down guy. Uh, but I think that ultimately he's gonna he's gonna find his place in this defense throughout the year. Under Sean McVay, the Rams have not really utilized rookies a lot. John Franklin Myers was rookie of the year for the Rams last year, basically by default because he played a little bit more than some of the other guys. But I think you know 
uh, well, second year guys seem to get get into it a little bit more than than any rookie does uh, under Sean McVay. So I'm definitely looking for that. But I think Greg Gaines is a guy because of the the position in you know losing Sue that I'm not sad about, but losing a starter. Uh, you want to find a guy that can come in and, and play that role. So I think Greg Gaines can be that guy, but I think putting Brockers back in the middle to swallow up those double teams and then using John Franklin Myers and, and, and other guys at, at the end spot, I think would be really strong. But if Greg Gaines, if he can get it done, then then he can get it done. You know, it's there's there's no way around it. So and I, I personally, this is a, something that I, I that I kind of struggle with 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 some fans is I, I don't care what the name is. I don't care what number or name is on this person's jersey. As long as they're Rams players and they're making plays, I'm good with it. I don't care if if all of a sudden Aaron Donald hates us and Greg Gaines come, comes in and is better. I don't care that Aaron, like in that case, okay, because I feel like this is going to be misquoted. In that particular situation, uh, I wouldn't be mad at Aaron Donald if whoever's playing for the Rams is out there killing it. I, I don't see what the problem is. So as long as they're wearing Rams jerseys, I don't care who's scoring points. I think that's also why I hate fantasy football. Hate it with all my heart and probably not going to play this year. It's going to be the first year I don't play because I've always hated it, but I've been in the same league since I was in high school. So that's kind of irrelevant information, but but now you guys have it in your heads. So have fun with that. Uh, this last one comes from JD and uh, it's a kind of uh, wordy. I'm going to try to pick this one apart for you guys. So uh, pink elephant time. Not sure what that means. So off to a rocky start. Not sure what pink elephant means. I know there's a bunch of people listening to me right now going, seriously, you don't know what that means, but you know, it happens. Uh, let's see here. The, the all important backfield predictions on how it might shake out girly dominated committee when, or if this team ever decides to turn the corner and go with the receiving back, AKA McCaffrey in Carolina, instead of all the out, uh, the all out runner of the backfield, it's one area that my radar is up on the most. We caught fresh legs with, uh, sorry, we caught fresh legs and redemption last year with Anderson, but there's a reason we were able to claim him that late in the season for a retread run. Um, I agree with a lot of things you're saying here. So, uh, this is definitely a position to keep an eye on, mainly because of the Todd Gurley news. He is one of the more talented running backs in the league. So if he is going to be limited, uh, that's going to be a big uh, deal. It's going to be a big deal on the offense. So uh, as far as girly dominated or committee, that I can't answer. If I had to guess, I would say it's still going to be girly dominated with a committee behind him. And I think that other guys are going to get carries. I don't think it's going to be, you know, just girly with 22 carries and then Malcolm Brown with two. And then that's just the way that the the stat sheet looks. I think we're going to see girly with about, you know, 18 carries, Malcolm Brown with four and then you know maybe john kelly or daryl henderson with maybe two carries or a couple of catches or something some touches in there uh but uh, the receiving back that's kind of that's kind of daryl henderson and now that's kind of what he's good at you know he does have really good uh ball carrier vision where he can you know pick out the hole and i think that that's going to help him in the rams offense specifically because we do a lot of those zone runs uh, and he's got that vision to cut back like Todd Gurley does and then, you know, make that cut and, and get up the field where a normal running back, your average back would have gotten a three yard gain. You know, now you're looking at eight, nine yards a carry. And I think that that's something that Henderson is absolutely capable of. Uh, but yeah, I actually, you know, you mentioned last year with uh, with 
CJ Anderson, and I completely am with you there. It's uh, CJ Anderson, you know, he didn't play all year for multiple teams for a reason. And I'm not, it's not saying he's a bad player by any means because he's not necessarily a bad player, but he's super average. He was super average. Okay. And we all like to talk about where was Gurley in the, in the NFC Championship game and in the Super Bowl. Where was CJ? It's not like he was doing anything. These teams just did a really good job of shutting down the Rams running attack. It wasn't that they just couldn't play. They just keyed on him. They saw what we did to Dallas with that dual running back, and they said, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to take the inexperienced Goff. Well, now he's, I mean, he's experienced now, but we're going to take the young guy Goff and make him beat us. And also, I mean, look at what the Patriots did, the same thing as the Bears did uh, against us, which was shut down the running game, don't let them run on you, and then take away all the routes, which all go usually more than 10 yards. So if you just keep dropping people back, the Rams don't usually have that underneath receiver, uh, or they do, and Jared Goff just doesn't like to check down, so he's trying to force these balls deep, and that's how the Patriots were able to just shut down the Rams the Rams' offense. But if, if Sean McVay really is this offensive genius, we'll see that. We'll see him adjust to that, and it will be fine. You know, if people like to tell me that, oh, the, the Sean McVay's offense was figured out. Sean McVay's offense wasn't figured out. There's more aspects to this than just, you know, 15-yard ins and stuff. There's more to it than that. It just wasn't adjusted for, I think, Sean McVay outthought himself personally. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but that is going to do it for Fan Quesos. Appreciate you guys dropping those ones for me. Uh, that is going to do it for me, though. Uh, make sure you guys follow the Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That's at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase or slash Sheriff Joe Bags. You can find information there. If you guys need a wallpaper for your cell phone and you guys like the Rams schedules and a specific player, then go to the Sheriff Joe Bags Facebook page and pick out one there. You can just save it and set it as your thing. And uh, if you if there's a player that's not there that you want, just let me know, and I'll try to get that done for you guys, because I'm all about the people, which is you. You're the people. Um, so, yeah, that is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. For those of you that are not Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you that are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening, and you guys have a great night. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.